You're listening to The Sauropod. I'm Justin Zeppa, and this is Chapter 11. Come gather round beside the fire And turn your brain box on to all the books that we would never read Those words that made us young Oh, it's been said that they're the best Gonna teach us all a lesson Oh, we'll deduce The canon's truth Every chapter in Hey, throw another log on the fire, will ya? We got this thing crackling away, but I'm just not warm enough. What's that? Is that a, um, what is that, uh, Robinson Crusoe over there? You can throw that on there, too, if you want to, because we've already taken care of it. We took care of that last episode. Not going to read the rest of it. Already decided. Good morning, family mine. Welcome back to Chapter 11, the classy book club for the morally bankrupt. I'm your host, Mr. Justin Zeppa, and I'm here. I've assembled my panel. The team is here. They've all arrived. We've joined up into the the Voltron of literature. And we're here to <laughs> strike down evil literature. <laughs> anyway, I'm here with one Mr. Finn Risley. Finn. Hey. Hey. I, hey, I think this back. is my first being the first in line in the introductions Did on I throw all you? the shows. Did yeah, I you threw me because I was like, am I going to hit him with the like, hey, or am I going to hit him with the like, whoa. Right. What's, what's my bond mod that yeah. I'm going to dish what's, out, yeah. right? It's just going to be like, hey. Well, maybe next time, buddy. I'm excited, though. Sorry, I'm but excited we're glad to you're be here, here Thank you. Yes. Yeah, excellent. And next to you, there she is. Hi. Ms. Jasmine <laughs> Gutierrez. Welcome to Chapter 11. This Thank is your you. first time, I believe, right? Thank you, yes. Uh, welcome aboard. Uh, and then next to you is, of course, the one, the only, singular, Thomas Joseph Michael Joseph Michael McCartan. Thank welcome you. to the show. That's exactly, that's the first time anybody's ever gotten it right on the first try. TJMJMJM. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Yep. So, guys, we are back. We're here to do our homework for you. We're talking about great work from the uh, the canon of literature written by human beings on this planet we call Earth. Here we are. <laughs> welcome to it, guys. Earth. We have a very. Welcome to Earth. I had. To... <laughs> it's been said. Tick that box. You guys, we have a very special episode because we are, you know, we've been we've been really keeping everybody on their toes. We've had some Dracula in our lives. Yep. We've had some Don Quixote in our lives. We've had Robinson Crusoe in our lives. A lot of adventure. You'll notice there's a lot of adventure, number one. A lot of pale, pasty white dudes, number yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, we have to explore the breadth of humanity's uh, printed word. And so we're going to... We're going to switch over now to pasty white women. To a bunch yeah. of pasty <laughs> white chicks. <laughs> Today we're talking about Sense and Sensibility as written by Jane Austen. Now, team, here's my issue. <laughs> He's already got <laughs> yeah, an issue with Listen, there's already, there's already a problem. Tread lightly. No, 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 no. Careful. Hey, I say this with all due respect to Jane Austen. <laughs> Jane, I think Austen it yep, says. I believe. <laughs> And what I'm telling you is, I don't know anything about this book. I don't yeah. know anything about this story. I don't know anything about... Listen, there's a whole category that I think this falls into. I'm not 100% sure, though, but 
Sense and Sensibility. Pride and Prejudice. Yep. I mean, those are two are... Pride and Pride Ability. Givens. Are these... Emma. Are these Jane all Austen. Jane Austens? Jane Eyre. <laughs> Jane Austen. Is, yeah, okay, yeah. The Bronte Sisters. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. The that's Brothers all. K. Uh, no, uh, no. Beverly Cleary. Be- Judy Bloom. Runaway Ralph. <laughs> yep. They all Super fit into fudge. this. <laughs> um, all of them. All the Janes. All the Emmas. All, all the, the Ramonas. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, Jane Wuthering from Wuthering Heights, right? Another one. Another famous... Here's one. I know one thing and one thing only about Wuthering Heights, and it has nothing to do with. Uh, it's with pronounced it. Withering. Withering Heights. <laughs> oh no, man! I was way off. All right. <laughs> that there is a that there, there. I believe, and this also might not be true, but this is just a connection I make to Wuthering Heights. Mm-hmm. Is that there, I think there's a character in it named Heathcliff, and I, that sticks with me because. I, I loved Heathcliff the cat when cat. I was a kid. Yeah, right. right. How did the, you, how so did, I know the cat, and I know the, allegedly there's a character in a book, not the one we're talking about, a different book that is also named the same listen, as that cartoon. I don't cat. want to detour, except I actually do want to detour because I have nothing to say about this work we're about to talk about. But <laughs> which came first, Heathcliff or Garfield? Because or who came first? Rather, I mean they are human beings. Who came first, Garfield or Heathcliff? Hmm. I. I Garfield. gotta say Garfield. Garfield. See, I suspect it's Heathcliff. Heathcliff, Heathcliff okay. seems to be for more of like a like a nineteen twenties jalopy kind of uh, time. Oh, well, oh, you mean like when are they set? Like who's ripping off whom is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, well I think Heathcliff I don't think it was made in the twenties. I think it was no. made in like the eighties, right? Oops. That's what I well, no, the cartoon was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's all. That's the only place it exists. Well, I think he transcends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's no, first, like, I first, early, first, I think we have to. When it's not a t- real cat. Talking of <laughs> <laughs> that's an old ass cat. Yeah. Uh, Heathcliff. Remember Heathcliff was actually the first part of a show then the next part was when we met was the, the Cadillac the, cats the, the with Riff okay. Raff yes who was who was a doppelganger cat like a triple ganger for the other two cats we're exactly. talking about, right? so yeah, but he wears a flat cap. Like yeah, a, and he like lives a, in a junkyard. Like yeah. Oh wait, no, I thought Heathcliff lived in a junkyard. No, 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 that's a common mistake because Heathcliff and Riff Raff actually never meet except for in the end of the show when he like gets his hat taken. But they don't cross over because one was actually owned by another company, even though they were in the same half hour block. So they didn't want. Oh, there was like three crossover characters, but they owned them. So where did Heathcliff live? Beats me. I, I think he was a suburb cat. I thought he was always picking his teeth with fish bones and stuff oh, like no, that. No, no, he's, he's well. I think he maybe came, they all existed came from the in the junkyard. Of the tracks. I think he got adopted yeah. into a family, but he still goes into his dumpster diving ways sometimes. Like okay. he can't, you know, uh, change a cat's stripes. Right? Do we ever see? Is Heathcliff an alley cat? Right. I think so he it, exists probably in his, the mean streets. In his heart, he is. Yeah. Yeah, he's an alley cat. But oh. Riff Raff's is a definite junkyard. He's a junkyard <laughs> cat. The Cadillac cats, that's what they were called. Cadillac cats, I like that. But anyways, Garfield or that, I don't know. Because Garfield, you were talking late 70s probably. Yeah, Yeah, so that might be right before. I feel like Heathcliff was also a comic strip though. I don't know. Mm. I couldn't Folks tell at you. home, why don't you look this up for us? Write us in. Info at thesorepod.com. Whose cat is this? Subject line. Send it. uh, P.O. Box. One two four two zero six nine six nine. Orange Cat Lane. Orange Cat Lane. Burbank, Burbank California. California. <laughs> Burbank, California. <laughs> Aurora, uh, Colorado. Yeah. Um, and put a 
check for $50 in it. <laughs> Go to your parents' wallet, look for the green paper. You know what to do. But if okay. you actually do want to send money, we will give you the real address. Just let us know. <laughs> yeah, yep. you just have to, yeah, right. Just yep. at that same thing, whose money is this at info at the Sauropod? I don't want to get us too money. off track from chapter 11 here. So let's get back to talking about Heathcliff and Garfield. Um, <laughs> Garfield got lasagna, so he's dumb. I think you're talking about comparing apples and oranges here it's not the same oranges thing. and oranges they're both orange the only thing that Heathcliff has in common <laughs> with garfield is that they are both orange otherwise they're not even the same character archetype yeah. same character type they're both kind of assholes though can we agree on that yeah but garfield sleeps in a box and eats lasagna and hangs out with john heathcliff is out on the streets you know what i mean like well, so who would you rather be because both, both options garfield garfield sure. of course <laughs> He could say, but, but he doesn't have the same freedoms as Heathcliff. You know, I, it's he probably doesn't want to. Is it, is it like the prince and the pauper story? Oh, oh, you know, like oh. Ooh. <laughs> interesting. But oh, but Hannah my Barbera, who whoever owns the rights uh, to these characters, yeah. get together. Seriously, I, uh, let's Roger Rabbit this shit. Yeah, you know? right? yeah. But I guess my point is, is that they're they're not even like one's not a ripoff of the other because they're so different from each other in in sentiment yeah yeah but, but we're still just working with a cat and a cat that's with, orange with right? that right. Yeah. Yeah. Cat, okay yeah. yeah they are as far as cats go i guess they're pretty much exactly the same yeah all right yeah. Okay. settled all settled right. so enough. you convinced me all right this has been chapter 11 sense <laughs> and sensibility all right so what do we know this is uh this is from a time in the past right i'm gonna say 1800s right 1700s gotta be, gotta is Robinson right. Crusoe. Yeah. this is clearly 1800s there's a mm. lot of pages i've seen these books the physical yeah. manifestation of the literature itself and they tend to be very thick i like to think that they're victorian it's victorian definitely Kira oh, yeah. knightley sure. is the main character oh yeah Kira knightley that's another one of those classic books oh yeah Kira. Yeah. Kira. Kira. Hey. madam bovary Kira knightley i'm Kira knightley i've got a lot of teeth in my mouth Look at me. Does she have more teeth than the normal She looks person? like she's got a lot of teeth going on in there. Like a gremlin situation. You're not the old... Ellen thinks the Somebody same. A lot of teeth. Got, yeah, Somebody she, fed yeah. her after midnight. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to say the other one. Yeah, I know. I almost <laughs> did. did. Yeah. But I was like, uh-uh. What's the other rule? Those out there know the other uh, getting gizmo that happened to feeding or... Yep. I'm assuming anything that... like, So Jane Austen... Everything sounds Victorian, right? Like, yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of they were I, super cute, like dresses with like friends or what, like so? I mean, fluttery sleeves. Real quick, yeah. Jazz, have you read this? Have you no, read Sense and Sensibility? I've okay, never. I'm. I like things that happen for reals. I'm not a big fan. Of oh, you're fiction. just strictly Victorian nonfiction. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you've never had a, a yin to to get into Victorian ladies and their I like large the style dresses. I like oh, okay. Vintage okay. So the Close. aesthetics please you, yes, but the words themselves, eh, take and it or leave over it. it, whatever. Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, because I feel the same way. So yeah, I what feel the like fuck are they talking about? You're offering a stamp of uh, approval of that yes. attitude towards it. Uh, Tom, have you ever read this? No, absolutely not. Have you read but anything like, by Jane? Nope. Any aren't Jane? there places that you could, or maybe it just was a movie where like you can go and like live? No, there are places where you can go and. Live like the eighteen, yeah, like, like Victorian times. You like yeah. learn how to you're like. You think of that M Night Shyamalan movie? No. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> no, like in the East Coast. Or no, I think that's weird. a movie, and they pay no, no, to no, live the a, Jane Austen experience. I saw a documentary on it. Oh, that and, like, is all real, the women man. like they learn how to like play that game where like they just the push that like stick. hoop, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then oh, they like great have times. like sewing time and like 
No, they learned how to bow open. correctly. And Two thirds like of us have cholera. It's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Mm, all right. That would be fun to do. No. Would it? Nah, would that sounds it? awful. Um, I mean, like, I will say, uh, well, Tom, you can maybe speak to this, but I mean, uh, hashtag Greenfield Village Life, you know, yeah. like, that's about as much as I want to dip into that kind of place pre regular electricity you know like i'm going to go down there for a day still have access to snow cones and then leave and yeah, go home yep. to my television you know yeah it's pretty rough some of those quarters were pretty rough even the nice houses at greenfield village you're like this is what's like a nice house you wrote a dictionary in this <laughs> yeah, right exactly. yes. like, this fucking house fucking sucks, this sucks. Oh and God. everything's like miniature you're just like Everyone was three feet tall <laughs> back then i don't understand how did you sleep in this yeah. bed <laughs> like, we're all malnourished mm. yeah <laughs> So I no, but to answer your question, no, I've never read this. I've never read anything by Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. Uh what about a Bronte? You ever nope. no I don't like it it sounds weird, but like the, the, there are like Vic, six or seven Brontes, correct? The Victorian yeah. era, which I just a blanket assume all of these books come from that same yeah. time. Yeah, it's yeah. not my I'm I'm not I don't I don't pine for Victorian England, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? It's not really like my like I like time period and place, you know. Like yeah. I, I like some of the aesthetics. Joy, oh, London with the smoke, yeah. Chimney oh, sweeps, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, I mean? what about like uh, <laughs> just sort of hey, like steampunky hello. aspects of it, like uh, waistcoats? Nope, and, not into yeah. it. I like some of like the aesthetics the of the Victorian. <laughs> See, I like. Well, isn't it like Jack the Ripper and that kind of style? Yeah, yeah. 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 I like oh, that kind of stuff, true. like the oh, the cane and the hat. What about like Jules Verne and H.G. Wells? You know, they're doing they're doing things. Yeah. No, around that time, not, yeah, it just there's something about it that just rubs. Me it's, the it wrong was a way. time of large, you know, heavy, weighty uh, fireplace mantelpieces and luxurious, rich, deep uh, patterned, yeah, um, colors. I like wall that. I guess, covering. yeah, yeah. Like wallpaper, lots of like, yeah. lots of candles, yeah, paisleys like, and the wallpapers as thick as a blanket, but it's like, oh yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? It's yeah, you just, have to. You're nailing it on to the it's wall. It's green it's and thick. gold, and mm-hmm. definitely yeah. sort of a. Uh, See, I like that kind of stuff. Like uh, luxurious uh, blackout curtains, you know, like large, heavy, uh, heavy yeah. drapes, yeah. right? Yeah. I well, like the no, look. I just don't like the way and people maybe talk. Even, like those beds that have the pole. What are they called? The canopies. Yeah. So oh, like can- oh, it was an age of canopy yeah. beds yeah. and luxurious textiles. and like cool vases, probably. Also, a lot of bad shit going on. So let's not overly yeah. romanticize how beautiful <laughs> it was. There. Sure, that's true. Yep. Yeah. Cute gardens, um, I think. Too. Gar- yeah, yeah yes. maze gardens, right. right? Yeah, absolutely. All, all via our our queen and savior, Victoria. <laughs> yeah, right. right? <laughs> Just at, at her beck and call, across the board. So yeah. So okay, everyone so we, so we on earth nailed this down. That this is definitely Victorian era. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> definitely a novel written by and about. A pasty white lady. Yes, Kira Knightley specifically. Probably yeah. most most likely written by or yep. Kira Knightley. I think based on the, those clues and the title, title. that yeah. this is what I think is going on yeah. in this book. There's a, a woman, pasty white woman character. She is coming of age in a certain she's way. She's coming into her own. She's yep. <laughs> she's coming of age in in. Uh, she's probably she's she's upper middle class you're starting to see like a class system developing uh, in that england seems like too many classes i think it's either like she's surf or i live in a manor yeah i think there's uh, so but she's like she's not like a 
the daughter of like a lord, but it's some other designation. You know what I mean? Like she's the baron. She's a viscount. Yeah, right. Oh, something yeah, like yeah, that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's not like you're starting to see the very beginnings of like she's a pre dame starting to stratify. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more. Okay. Um, and but so she's been and she's raised in sort of a uh, supposed to be real. You know, adhere to the values of the of the time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The sort of like buttoned up Victorian thing. You there, Kira? Have some sense, yeah, will you? Right. Have you some are. common sense. When you go outside, <laughs> yeah. don't forget your rain nappies. It's like what? <laughs> and you know, yeah, who she can talk to, what she can do, and she falls, or she there's a relationship is incurred with someone of a lower level, wrong side of the tracks. Oh. It's and a it's, West Side Story, and it's a coming of age. It's a Sussex sort story, of, you know. And it's like rebelling and use your sense and sensibility yeah, here. Your sensibility, you know. And she, you know, it's about finding out that you know uh, there's more to life than just what's inside your ivory tower. Yeah. Okay. Her father's so mad. Yeah. I feel like yeah. And she's got oh, a little yeah. He's sister furious. that plays the piano really well. Yeah, and something. It's a yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a tattletale. Like, yeah, she tattles. really good at the piano. That's the that's the servants. The servants are the ones that are like, I saw I saw a baroness <laughs> walking out the back with a with, <laughs> with a greasy old Doss, <laughs> Mister Darcy, yeah, with a greasy old Darcy's boy. Yeah, because they're jealous. He's of him. a he's just a barrel maker. <laughs> This reminds me. You ought to be, ought to be <laughs> rightly vexed with her if he finds out. Well, let's hope he never finds oh, out then. then. You know what I mean? Yep. That kind of stuff. Yep. Yep. Having a, having a rolling A. <laughs> Romping through the. That's what I think is going on here. Uh, this is. We should also say the Victorian age. It's, uh, it's famous for being a time of uh, imperialism, colonialism. Uh, which yeah. means that they are tapping directly into sourced ivory for that ivory tower. Right. It's, mm. it's real tons and tons of ivory yeah, yeah. coming to the British. Uh, this is British, yeah? I'm just assuming. The yeah. as well. Sense and Sensibility by Jane Austen. <laughs> Thank you. I also want to say that that plot line that I just outlined yeah. is exactly the same plot line that I think Pride and Prejudice yeah, is Yeah, me about. too. I feel like all the books are the same. Yeah, They're could, all about that, right? It could have been... Or, <laughs> Bobby's like I've read the books are crazy. <laughs> with uh, there's also like there's probably also like a aspect of it's probably also like a, a character who's she's supposed to be with who's oh, like a yeah. la- you know landed she's sort of like a, a kind, kind of, of like a, a dick a, too. A dandy foppish or, sort or I'm, of, uh, I'm thinking like he's just got he's got now I'm thinking of Anna Karenina he's a good man like, but he's boring you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's like she but she doesn't like it because you know he's like a farmer or something like that and he's but he's got he's got you know, four hundred acres of the best, uh, the best. You know, Britain, best vintage land around, best, best, best <laughs> tracts of land around. You know, like a I dowry think, might come into play at some point. Uh, in the age of dowry. Yeah, there's yeah, gotta be a dowry. The family is losing money. Like the family like was rich, but now they're starting to lose money. Oh, but so you're saying I mean? that she's got to marry somebody who's gonna keep, like, keep the the, the bring, money and bring like, in get, money. Yeah, the, okay, the dad invested sense. all of their funds into a transcontinental railroad now, this that is ran just through d- Canada. <laughs> no, oh no, not down Abbey. <laughs> this is just down Abbey. Oh, yeah, no. I've never <laughs> seen that. World War One, Victorian. I mean, they kind of cross yeah. over, right? Yeah, yeah so, well, World War One was like sort of the, like the death knell of Victorian stuff. You know? Oh, that's mean? when Charlotte and Jane and Gwyneth and they, they all died. Kira and all them. <laughs> that's that was the end of them. And uh, um, that sister Daphne Du Maurier and 
How many Brontes can you name? Emily. Charlotte. Deborah. Christina. Veronica. Uh, that's it. Deborah, Charlotte, Christina, and Veronica. Yeah. And Emily. <laughs> There's two Veronicas. They're the Veronica Veronicas. with a K, Veronica yeah, yep, with a yep. C. All right. Well, I, I really feel like we've gotten to the bottom of this one. Yeah, I feel Gang. like they're just all... What's going to chapter 11? So we Aren't they just all the same story? It is like exactly what you said, Tom. It's either... Well, that's the stereotype that we're Yeah, that's the stereotype. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> that these so are all garbage. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Archetype. Isn't just... Right. Like, aren't these like romance novels, kind of? Aren't, isn't that the genre that they I don't, are? I don't... Talky romance? I think they're... No. They're I, just rom-coms, I, right? They're rom-coms. They're just rom-coms with a little more at stake such I don't as know. your yeah, I, I think they're supposed to be is like is this a bodice le- ripper? Like really no <laughs> <laughs> the, how do you know you haven't read it because like I feel like Jane Austen is a really uh, horny well respected um, <laughs> right. you know, like I mean you know, sort of like from a women's Passionate. perspective yeah, well, right. So well, she's yeah, she's like, getting hers. She's these a modern are, Victorian woman. They all have this character, but it's like <laughs> it is just so. This one is the 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 woman she's writing about is uh, uh, free spirit. So, oh, you think it's that story? Yeah, I think it's the story of like she's a free spirit, or she has a sister that's free spirit, and she's not. She'll and not so that's where the sense system. and the sensibility is. Like one of them is like does whatever they want. And her sister or her brother or somebody else is the one who is like very sensible about everything, and that causes conflict. Okay. But that also it still fits under that archetype of all of those stories of like finding uh, the right mate that will keep you know the the money or or losing it all because you're you know the going after. Uh, Heathcliff oh, oh, and Riff Raff. Oh, oh, Gracie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Drago's boy. Oh. Drago? That's right. What's Drago. the name I came up with? Drago? Yeah, that's very British. Dra- Drago is very British. <laughs> the old Willie. Willie McWillie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. McGinnis. <laughs> he's, he's always at the pub having a lager. He's over, yeah, he's a lager. Over at the white art over there. Oh, Sometimes cider. Some <laughs> lager, lager. Oh my god! I think that's what they mean, sense and sensibility. Because like, th- isn't but aren't all of them like Pride and Prejudice? Aren't they all just about sense and sensibility? Like, aren't they all kind of going? Well, this person is like this. They, you know, uh, adhere to the sense sensibilities of the time, and the other one is like, you know what? I adhere to my senses. I'm prejudiced I'm, against your sensibilities. Yeah, exactly. But I take great pride. In, in my, my prejudices. Yes. In my, <laughs> my prejudability. Yeah. Your prejudices have great sensibility. So, okay. So I think we can all agree, pasty English people yep. wandering around, big books imply a lot of uh, chat. I think it's going to be very mm. talky. And yeah, we can, we can also, I think this is something that we need to start addressing on the show is that from, because now we've read a decent amount of a decent amount of books so we can make other inferences <laughs> from, uh-huh. you know, just just from chapter eleven. So we also yeah. could probably assume that it's not it's not going to take place on a desert island. Yep, that's out. Yeah, we know it's probably not going to have any type of supernatural, supernatural. monster yep. Yep. in it. Zoo. A so zoo what detours. else could it be about? Yeah, right. Oh, I, so also, there we go. I also feel like the, yeah, yeah. 
That's yeah. That's what I was oh, gonna we're going say. Going to the country. Oh, the country will be there's part of it. There's definitely gonna be yeah. like there's uh, these books and these stories always have that that story of like the sisters are out and they're just like gathering water or something for something and there's like oh they're having a chat about their, like their recent love interest and it's just like they splash each other or it's like you've got mud on me and there's like <laughs> how dare you you know it's like mother will kill us that our, we've. You know, soiled our garments in the, the, the evening. Right, and then they rip their bodices, right? Yes. That's when they really... <laughs> and then your bodices rip off. Yeah. And then it's time for dinner. And you're just like, wait a minute. No, look at the, the, oh, Willie McWillie <laughs> over there hanging out with the Baroness. He thinks he's fancy, don't he? Oh, fancy, oh, fancy boy. Oh, he thinks he's fancy, huh? Not, you'll never be nothing better than a <laughs> pubkeeper's son. <laughs> <laughs> fetch <laughs> fetch <Yeah>. round my. <laughs> yeah. I will. You see, I will. I will make it. You'll see, I will. As the big guy upstairs is my witness. I will. I signed up for a 16-year apprenticeship, yeah. after which time I'll be indentured for another two decades, after which time I get to do my own thing. See you I'll then. Be, yeah. <laughs> I'll see you at the end. See you. <laughs> I'll be there. Will you? <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see who cracks first. Um, in regards to countryside <laughs> terrain, uh-huh. since we're going to the country, we can all agree that, right? Yes, yeah, definitely. We're going to go out to the country. <laughs> Terrible song, right? Canned Heat, is that? Uh, the Country heat? Joe and the I Fish. Like oh, is that? Or no. That's, or is it Canned Heat? I don't know. Is they- it Candied? Canned Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Cannon what? Capitals uh, Cannon and I, I feel like there's going to be cliffs involved. Maybe. Ooh. Because I the like vision I have cliffs? Well, here's like the thing. fjords? Something like stormy sky, right? Lady in a big long black dress billowing black. behind her standing on a cliffside. However, I think there might be a chance that I'm just thinking of the name Heathcliff and that's where uh, I've hey, sort of layered that into my the Heathcliff. Mm-hmm. Heath uh, the Heathcliffs of Dover. Heathcliffs. Bars. Sound of music. Cliff bars. Cliff. Hills. <laughs> hey guys, there are cliffs in this one? <laughs> <laughs> if there are, they'll figure prominently. And I yeah, pro- well, there'll be a metaphor for <laughs> the sense and sensibility of the whole thing. I, I might have only thought of Heathcliff because we were talking about Heath bars earlier. Oh, we're so weird. <laughs> wow. Well, at Are there going to be toffees? At- <laughs> I mean, toffee is an English candy. Oh, yeah. Speaking of candied. Uh, Toblerones? Do they have those? That's Swiss. <laughs> That'd be Swiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, do, you think, do you think the Brits would go triangular like that? No, oh, no that's no, no, true. No. That's not how we do chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are not amused. Um, we make it unchewable. Yeah, you we- break it off and cannot chew it. And maybe or maybe not there is a... Uh, I guess that's it. Shitty mind. nut in it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> shitty, like, wa- like what? walnut or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a sure There's nut. some sort of nut in here. Yeah. I, but I, I was trying sure to think of a nut I, I didn't like, and I like all the nuts. Something? Yeah. yeah, me too. Depending on how they're prepared. Well, gang, I sense... All right. <laughs> That we're about to delve into some sense and sensibility by Wait, Jane. I wanted to say... Oh, I'm sorry, you Jasmine. You were saying that you pictured her in black, and yeah. I just want to say that I pictured pastels. Really? But pastels. you can read it now. I think if she was dressed all in black, <laughs> it would be because it was like there was a death situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all mourning. Can't we agree? They're either they're in love and mourning. I mean, I feel like those are heavy Figurative mourning. Someone's going to die in the oh, book. Okay. Someone always dies that... It's oh gonna no, affect someone because of like a weird disease. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I was yep. S- yep. Somebody's kid gets like 
Oh, he's got the pox, study. Maybe it was a fun pox. Or like the mom's dying, so then it's like, oh, but you know, we anyone. must take care of her, but you're off gallivanting with the McGinnis boy, <laughs> and I'm sitting here taking care. I took care of a mom, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It could be that story. I took care of mom. Like this whole time I took care of mom, and you just blow in with the wind with your senses out, splayed out for everyone to see. Promising to take everybody white water rafting. <laughs> no, you're not going to show up. <laughs> Kids are going to be devastated. <laughs> but it was Inga. She was a stewardess and she only had the weekend. Oh, all yeah. right? <laughs> Come on. We talked oh, about It's this. always Inga. <laughs> it's Inga, or Sally, or Jennifer. Where were you? Where were you? <laughs> I will. I will. I will. You'll see. <laughs> all, right. all right so uh, yeah, okay so listen i think we've we've talked sense and sensibility to death <laughs> we've gone over all the plot points that are pertinent to you the hungry listener so we're going to take a little break right now when we come back we're going to get into chapter 11 which has no name is simply chapter 11 Love Ooh, it. Suspense is think about In that british voice um sense and sensibility by madam jane austen this program is brought to you by Benches. Just picture it. You're walking your domesticated fox in the park when you spot a pensioner who is having their money unapologetically taken from them. The bones of the mugged, being frail as they are, would not survive any physical assault. And so, said pensioner has folded over like so many aloe-soaked tissues. You race across the grass, your trusty fox nipping at your heels and shout HALT at the mugger before running into them at full speed. Within moments, you discover two things. Number one, that mugger that you've just drop kicked in the chest is a hot dog vendor, and the retiree was simply looking for a lunch on the go. And number two, you are completely gassed, your lungs heaving the gasps of the recently exercised. Take a load off, you panting piece of shit, there's a bench right behind you. Yes, benches. With the advent of the public space in 18th century France, it was discovered that the hustle and bustle of everyday life is exhausting, frequently forcing oneself into a timeout. Enter the bench. Why make a seat that's comfortable when you can form it out of wooden slats that will gouge their way into your tender backside with little to no remorse? As the court of King Louis of Prima must have realized, it would not do to have the peasantry lounging for more than a few moments, lest the benches be permanently occupied. And so it was that the finest scientific minds of the age, who were all still pretty ignorant, designed the perfect platform for you and your dumps like a truck. Low, awkwardly angled to offer you the least amount of ergonomic support available, and long enough to passively invite funky strangers to invade your personal space, benches are the glue that hold our society together, whether we like them, or each other, or not. So why throw bread crusts from the ground when you can waste your spine and your time sitting on a goddamn bench? Benches, the longer posture killer. Brought to you by the Heat-Seeking Federation of Bodacious Benches Needing Warming. All right, what another great blistering ad break there. <laughs> I feel like we sold a couple pallets of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, we are back here on Chapter 11, about to delve into the, the wild Victorian world of Sense and Sensibility. By Jane Kira Knightley Austin. <laughs> uh, we've got the fire stoked. We've drawn our heavy drapes. Uh, Jazz and Finn are cuddled up under an Afghan right now. Mm-hmm. Hands, pretty cozy. Hand check. Yep, hand we need a hand check, guys. <laughs> One, two, three. Well, I'm sure the other one's somewhere. <laughs> it's safe. Tom's got to say it's safe. <laughs> Tom's got a snifter of brandy in a in a sort of like high backed wing backed chair over there. Looking rather the dapper. The only way 
you can drink He's brandy drunk. is out of a sphincter. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Got that out of the way. And if it warm, it warms it. Oh, I get it. That's why you drink it out of that. Okay. We'll do that. <laughs> so. Sphincter. <laughs> Sorry. I always do this. <laughs> so we had, uh, you know, with no further ado about nothing, let's let's get right into it, you guys. Chapter 11, no name required, just chapter 11, deal with it. Uh, and as we, we've learned through past episodes, chapter 11 does tend to be the fulcrum moment for mm-hmm. any story mm-hmm. written in a chapter format. So we're going to get some hot and heavy action here in this sensual bodice ripper. Chapter 11. <laughs> <laughs> Little had Mrs. Dashwood or her daughters imagined when they first came into death. Okay, we nailed it. We nailed it. We nailed nailed the whole thing. You don't need to know anything else. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Wow. Boom. Mrs. Dashwood, the daughters, Daughters. Devonshire. I mean, the Shire, right? Right. That's the countryside. Right, right. Jesus. Too easy. Next. Here here we go. (laughs) Next. That so many engagements, ding, 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 would arise to occupy their time as shortly presented themselves. Or that they should have such frequent invitations and such constant visitors as to leave them little leisure for serious employment. So they got people coming yeah, in and out, suitors. in and out all day. Mm. What is it, a house? Is this a manor house or a hotel I'm running yeah, here? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yet such was the case. When Marianne was recovered, the schemes of amusement at home and abroad, which Sir John had been previously forming. Sir John, he's got to be the boring one, right? Yep. He's not He's not the guy down at the pub, you'll see, right? He's not Sir. Nigel down at the he's pub. Sir John, he's taciturn and he... Might love we it. must do what we must do. He's a sort of Hugh Grant angling for a BAFTA. But it's, 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 it's it will be done. Whatever needs to be done uh, will be shall sir. and must be done. Will be done. Sir. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Had been previously forming. We're put into execution. The private balls at the park then began. Uh oh, it's ball season, everybody! Oh, I wish gosh. we had that Bust fucking your drop. I wish we had that drop. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Yep. I love a good ball season. You know. Absolutely. You gotta get. You gotta get your tops and tails, right? What yep. is it? What is batter dashes? What yep. is ball season? When is it? Or what is yeah, it? Yeah. When? No, I, don't I feel like that's is. when you meet. Like who you're gonna marry? It's yeah, like but deb- when is it? Debutante. Oh no, I'm talking about. Um, I know what that. Oh yeah, I know what it means. We've for talked the about the debutantes before. No, the right? best season for, for one's balls. Oh, ball season? Is it like late Probably fall? Like spring. Oh, I'm yeah, gonna say like fall. early spring, sort of early like early spring can, like, or late fall. I'm picturing white, okay. breathable linen shorts. Yeah. maybe like but that's no when humidity. No humidity. No humidity. Yeah, yeah. right. So, nothing yeah. sticking. Okay. No powders needed. Right. Yeah. So we're saying like May. Let's say it's May. Yeah. 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 Sure. It's a Gemini. The lusty month of May. Yeah. The musty month. I got of the May. month of May. That's what that song is oh. about. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Well, all right. Yep. It's about a year and a mount. Yeah, I get it's it. ball season. Sure. You got the month of May. You got you know, catch a breeze. So it's ball season in the park, <laughs> and parties on the water were made and accomplished as often as a showery October would allow. All right. So oh, we got sh- it. Okay. showery, not showery. Okay. Showery, showery is not a word. Showery is <laughs> okay. Almost so, okay. So okay. So we were close. May, October. Well, well we did say either 
spring transitory we said fall sure and i could see brisk you know sort of uh go out for you know the crunching of the leaves Mm, i love that season that's the best time you know white linen shorts (laughs) (laughs) well not after labor day obviously sorry okay sort of sort of like an off gray like an eggshell where's your sensibility wearing (laughs) white (laughs) to the ball party this is it's ball month (laughs) (laughs) is it the grandfather who pulls all the puppet strings Marianne, it's ball season now. How dare you? You filthy animal. You filthy bitch. Get out. (laughs) Filthy little bitch. Get out. Get out. (laughs) Little bitch. You've ruined the ball season, you bitch. Ball season's been ruined. All right. (laughs) October. In every meeting of the kind, Willoughby was included. Willoughby. We got a Willoughby. Willoughby's the... the he sounds earthier. Willoughby? Willoughby's Willoughby a, sounds whimsical. I thought Willoughby was a girl. Willoughby's a guy. If he's Willoughby. a guy, he's a little... Next stop, Willoughby. What did, and whistle stop Charlie's come little, in. Like, Willoughby, yeah. <laughs> Willoughby's like... He, let's just say he's, he's friends with the girls. He Yeah, he knows a lot of poets. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Willoughby's out seeing the poets again, mother. <laughs> Wait, why is that... Why is Willoughby, that that's a charming. Never, yeah, it's a charming blouse you've got. On. <laughs> Just, I love your capelet, Willoughby. <laughs> your capelet. <laughs> uh, all right, so Willoughby was included, and the ease and familiarity which naturally attended these parties were exactly exactly calculated to give increasing intimacy to his acquaintance with the Dashwoods, to afford him opportunity of witnessing the excellencies of Marianne, of making his animated admiration of her and of receiving in her behavior to himself the most pointed assurance of her affection okay he's trying to get with marianne he's making some qt with his his lady to be right he's sort of he's logging some time what's your game now can anybody play where's your ball now can anybody attend now hey Hey, marianne would you like to attend my Come, come round, come round now. Tis ball season. Bring your parasol; it's showery. (laughs) (laughs) Wear your knacky bottoms in you. (laughs) No, knacky bottoms—that's for the summer. Remember, we talked. Oh yeah, that's right. You don't want want a less knacky kind of. But you you, you wear your trekkie bottoms and your knackies tucked into your socks. I don't know. (laughs) Your your nappies tucked into your knackies and your. All right, so right. we've got Dashwoods, we've got Devonshire, we've got Sir John, Marianne, Willoughby. Next comes Eleanor, could not be surprised at their attachment. She only wished that it were less openly shewn. S-H-E-W-N. Sure, okay. Yep. And once or twice did venture to suggest the propriety of some self-command to Marianne. Yeah, okay, yeah, Marianne, we get it, but can you... Cool it. Rain it in, all right? Yeah, rain it in. Okay. We used to date. Eleanor and Willoughby used to date. (laughs) You know, we used to date. Can we just move on? (laughs) But Marianne aboard all concealment with no real disgrace and could attend unreserved. (laughs) So she is all all up in everybody. She's being handsy is how I would interpret that. She's a slut. She has uh, no sensibility. Listen, I'm not going to... She's all sense, no sensibility. Is it, oh, it's like, slutty Marianne, you're all sense and it. no sensibility. Love uh, <laughs> you love sluts? Yeah. <laughs> you sound like <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I love sluts. You know, sluts? 
Marianne's a slut. All right, Mary, uh, to uh, aim at the, <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Settle. Yeah. We Eleanor can. is a prude. Total prude. She judges. She I think just, she yep. judges from across the ball. But She's she from wants it. to be Marianne. She should be in prude and prudigious. Damn. Ooh. Well, after ball season, it's prune season. So, <laughs> uh, and to aim at the restraint of sentiments which were not in themselves illaudable appeared to her not merely as unnecessary effort, but a disgraceful subjection of reason to commonplace and mistaken notions. A lot of thoughts okay. about about Marianne's behaviors. Uh, Willoughby thought the same, and their behavior at all times was an illustration of their opinions. So they're both. Just they're the canoodlers, right? Yeah. They're over in the corner, and they're like, "Fuck you! We know Get we're it. doing it anyways." <laughs> fuck you! I don't give a fuck. We're a couple of real assholes. <laughs> don't care about anybody. We're else. over here playing a two-person truth or dare. Get yeah. rest don't, of the ball is yep, not invited. It's always dare. It's always dare, baby. <laughs> we playing dare and dare, baby. <laughs> we're gonna play it all day, baby. All day, baby. Gonna be here all day. Ball season. <laughs> When he was present, she had no eyes for anyone else. Everything he did was right. Everything he said was clever. If their evenings at the park were concluded with cards, he cheated himself and all the rest of the party to get her a good hand. It's just being a good boo, right? Yeah. Yep. If dancing formed the amusement of the night, they were partners for half the time. And when obliged to separate for a couple of dances, were careful to stand together and scarcely spoke a word to anybody else. Aww. At which point, why bother dancing with other people? Well, Such conduct made them, of course, most exceedingly laughed at. But ridicule could not shame and seemed hardly to provoke them. Is this about us? I'm just oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous and shameful. Why, yeah. why couldn't it be? Yeah, Wait, so everyone is literally looking at these two and going, ugh. You guys just want to hang out with each other and have fun. How dare you? You yeah. guys suck. That's them, That's, re- and they're re- rebelling against the you know the sensibilities of the time. Which is what that you're supposed to just dance with everyone. I thought, dance, what happened to dance with the one that brought you? Dance with your <laughs> grandfather at the ball party. Well, I have a ball. If you're not going to mix, though, right? You're supposed to mix and mingle, isn't that the yeah? You're, it's yeah. not motivation. That's true. It's October. Everything's blooming. Harvest. You know, right. Uh-huh. Linen pants, airing <laughs> things out. Mrs. Dashwood entered into all their feelings with a warmth which left her no inclination for checking this excessive display of them. So she's enabling all of this behavior. She's saying, kids, go down to the basement. <laughs> you know, you can't stay here, but I, I get if you want to spend some time, that's fine. But I'm going to poke my head down occasionally and check on If you're going to do it, I'd rather have you do it here. Do it here and be you safe. Know. If you're going to have a drink, I'd rather have you have a drink where I can watch it. Make sure you're safe. And partake. And, and maybe, trust. maybe maybe mama gets a little bit of that. Party a little bit. Maybe mama gets a little bit of that. Gets a little bit of that hard juice. Juice, please. Grandfather's been preparing for weeks for ball season. <laughs> I've heard that the the cider is ripe. <laughs> Grandpa, <laughs> grandfather's all all Twitter's been preparing for weeks. The ball season. But I, I heard that the fabulous Baker Boys got into the juice early. <laughs> Are they involved too? No, that would be the fabulous Baker Boys yeah. cruising to town in their, their Model T or whatever? Yep. In Victorian England? They got into the juice early. <laughs> it's going to be quite a night. <laughs> um, so Mrs. Dashwood, she says, hey kids, 
that this is great. To her, it was but the the natural consequence of a strong affection and a young and ardent mind. She's like, boners will be boners. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. Everybody's got everybody's got some. This was the season of happiness to Marianne. Her heart was devoted to Willoughby and the fond attachment to Norland, which she brought with her from Sussex. Those are locations, I'm guessing. I think Nor maybe is Norland. It's in the north. Okay, I thought maybe that was her. Okay, never mind. I got it. Now, Eleanor, on the other hand, her happiness was not so great. (laughs) Her heart was not so much at ease, nor her satisfaction in their amusements so pure. They afforded her no companion that could make amends for what she had left behind, nor that could teach her to think of Norland with less regret than ever. Okay, so they've made a move here. They left They're new kids in town, then. New kids in school, right? Okay. And one... Sister, I'm guessing they're sisters, Eleanor yep. and Mary, right? There seems to be yep. that kind of sisterly resentment there. But I don't know. Jasmine, you've got a sister. Does this sound like you two? Nah. All right. <laughs> but I think, you know, she's clearly struggling and would be maybe sent to the uh, Sussex career counselor, or, you know, but talk about things. Mm, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, how can we incorporate you? Maybe you need to join chess club. Yeah, or we need to get or something like sums. that. We need to yeah. socialize. Yeah. 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 Get, yeah. Out, get out of the manor, yep. right? Yep. Do you like ma- do you like math? <laughs> <laughs> you like math, right? Do you like mathletics? You like math? Yeah. Mathletics because it's England. We know you're you don't like to have fun, so we won't put you in the pep club. <laughs> the pep club's right for you. What about math? <laughs> mm, seems r- yeah. Do you like our our like science? <laughs> Like audio visual equipment. <laughs> that, that's it, right? <laughs> I keep coming back to math with you. I can't. <laughs> Home base feels like math. Math, right? Home base feels like math for you. Maths and maths ability. So we're we're having dreams of of Sussex, and we're not digging Norland. Um. So neither Lady Middleton nor Mrs. Jennings could supply to her the conversation she missed. So the, the they're in the mix too, Lady Middleton. Yeah, and Mrs. They're, they're old ladies though. That's the thing is she's getting stuck at the old lane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But did she put herself there really though? It sounds like it. Right. It sounds like she needed to choose a better attitude. Yeah. Yeah. She's getting the old 10th Avenue freeze out. Is that what that what that is? Yeah. I've always wondered. It comes from this. Oh, okay. So I guess in this it's just the 10th Avenue freeze out, not the old 10th Avenue freeze. Out. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Ray's uh, famous original 10th Avenue freeze out. <laughs> Available for catering your ball, should you need. Although the latter was an everlasting talker, and from the first had regarded her with a kindness which ensured her a large share of her discourse. Okay, so this one, she she doesn't know, Eleanor doesn't know that, you know, if you talk to Mrs. Jennings, you're not going to not be talking to Mrs. Jennings. You talk to her once, you let her in once, she's going to gravitate mm-hmm. right toward you. Yep. And that's what this is. Maybe this book is about is her separating from this impromptu friendship, a, a regrettable friendship. You think the whole book's about her Eleanor's relationship? <laughs> wow. with trying to get I think it's, a, I think it's a, as much that as any other option at this point. I think yeah, that's just a little flavor. I think little, that she added. Well, 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 time will tell, sir. Uh, she had already repeated her own history to Eleanor three or four times, oh. and had Eleanor's memory been equal to her means of improvement. She might have known very early in their acquaintance all the particulars of Mr. Jennings' last illness and what he said to his wife a few minutes before he died. Well, 
Mrs. Jennings is just sad. Though. Yeah, she's just lonely. I Maybe feel your like, husband's last words well, to anyone like, who will listen. Yeah. Oh, Maybe so save it for geez. after the ball season. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. But ball season was always Gerald's favorite season. Oh. <laughs> he used. He used to bring the most beautiful crumpets. What do you think? Trumpets. What do you think uh, his last words strudels. were? Strudels. Gerald's last Stop words I'll never talking. forget. Were. Fetch me my pan. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened to the balls? <laughs> do you think we could push up ball season this year? <laughs> for I shall see it one last time. I'm going to the everlasting ball season soon. <laughs> so don't For you every worry. day is Elysium. the ball festival. Ball. <laughs> okay. Yep. All, right. All right. So, and also, I feel like this is kind of an unnecessary dig on Eleanor. I think she's just making a choice that, like, I'm not going to remember. I don't want to remember this. I don't need this crowding up my brain box. I don't yeah. need this in my life. Uh, Lady Middleton was more agreeable than her mother, only in being more silent. Huh, very good. Uh, Eleanor needed little observation to perceive that her reserve wa- was a mere calmness of manner which uh, with which sense had nothing to do. <gasps> sense. Whoa. We have half of a title, ladies and gentlemen. We have one third of a title. <laughs> well, we got and a bunch of times already. We did. That's true. Yeah. Two so third. We, we are at 66%. <laughs> well, also, we have... Sense is in sensibility, so we have oh, half man. Of, yeah. So we have half of that thirty three percent also. So we're we, we sixty seven plus fifteen. So whatever we're we're looking at anywhere from zero to twenty percent yeah. that we're still waiting yep. on. After which point we stop reading? Is that yeah. Mm, yep. Okay. It's gonna be weird though to get into ability. Yeah. But it could happen. Stranger things have happened. Ability. <laughs> <laughs> this is ability. <laughs> This is Victorian, Victorian prose. Ability. Aye. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> towards her husband and mother, she was the same as to them, and intimacy was therefore neither to be looked for nor desired. She had nothing to say one day that... Uh, wait. She had nothing to say one day that she had not said the day before. Her insipidity was invariable. Oh, was that- no, it wasn't. No, stupidity, yeah. not ability. We've got it. Okay. <laughs> Sense and sensibility. Idity. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. It was invariable, for even her spirits were always the same. And though she did not oppose the parties arranged by her husband, provided everything were conducted in style and her two eldest children attended her, she never appeared to receive more enjoyment from them than she might have experienced in sitting at home. So she is the. Uh, the turd at the party, the turd yeah. in the punch bowl. Yep. I guess she is. Go home, Eleanor. Right? Yeah. Why show up? Seriously, I don't know if that's Eleanor or uh, Lady. Oh yeah, Middleton. who would have yeah, well, any of them? Yeah, it could be. It's Middleton or her, her daughter or whatever. Yeah. It's a it's a flat line presence at the party. That's yeah. all we know at the ball. Yeah. And so little did her presence add to the pleasure of the others by any share in their conversation that they were sometimes only reminded of her being amongst them by her solicitude about her troublesome boys. You know what? You're going to the ball? Leave the kids at home. Get a sitter. That's when you call up Nana. You know, that's why we we keep Nana around so she can watch the boys while you go enjoy ball season. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Balling out at ball season, man. <laughs> and Colonel Brandon alone. Colonel oh, Brandon. Colonel Brandon. <laughs> All right. Oh, this it's guy. Brandon is not a. I picture, no, that's I not picture a, a toddler in like a, a too big military <laughs> uniform. Yeah. Like Here comes Colonel Brandon. Like a like big top. admiral yeah. hat. That, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Brandon. Colonel hey, Brandon, don't I'm go Brandon too far. back from the wall. <laughs> I'm Brandon. <laughs> Uh, Colonel Brandon alone of all her new acquaintances did Eleanor find a person who could in any degree claim the respective abilities a bi- <laughs> that was it res- that was respective it respective ability sense and respective abilities <laughs> I think that's I think that's 100% though on all the parts yep. of the title yep. um, excite the interest of friendship or given pleasure as a companion Willoughby was out of the question well obviously I mean, yeah he's swimming in Marianne's eyes her admiration and regard, even her sisterly regard, was all his own. But he was a lover. His attentions were wholly Marianne's, and a far less agreeable man might have been more generally pleasing. What? All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Colonel Brandon, unfortunately for himself, had no such encouragement to think only of Marianne, and in conversing with Eleanor, he found the greatest consolation for the indifference of her sister. Well, of course. I mean, Eleanor, we know what she... So he's... He's getting it. He's getting her side of the story yep. is, is the feeling I yep. get. Eleanor's compassion for him increased as she had reason to suspect that the misery of disappointed love had already been known to him. This is what ball season is all about. Bringing mm. together some lonely, mm-hmm. heartbroken people. See, how many balls do you think are in ball season? Two. two. Only yeah. two? It's two. Two. Yep. One at the, yep. the opener the and the closing season. season. Yeah. It's, a, it's the, your first ball and your last, your last ball. ball. <laughs> yeah. Um. Colonel Brandon, Captain Brandon, Colonel uh, Colonel Brandon, Colonel Colonel Brandon. I think is little Colonel Brandon, little Colonel Colonel Brandy, Brand Brandywine. Uh, I think he's he's playing a game here. I think he like goes to ball season, wears his uniform, and he picks out. He's like a wedding crasher. Yeah, and he picks out he picks out the person. That is like standing off to the sideline, and he kind of knows that character that's you know, like hates ball season. He knows so what he, to say. He knows exactly. Oh yeah, look at these I people hate, having fun. Hate these things, yep. don't you? Yep. I, I always feel so terribly awkward at these things. <laughs> I just I can't can't find my place. I find my place. Uh, well, next to you, I guess. At this. <laughs> what's, his, yeah. what's his end yeah. game, though? Is yeah. this a long con? Oh, it's or Poos, like... dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's what? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> what do you mean, what's his end game? Well, no, I want to know if it's that or if it's if it's for the inheritance. I mean, because they're obviously... Ah, uh, straight yeah. Poos, buddy. Wealthy yeah. enough to attend ball well, Yeah, because he's got to go back out soon because he's, yeah. he's Colonel Brandon. Now, he's got to... He's, he goes to every ball yeah. of the land, ball season of the land. Well, let me present this to you because we've envisioned, we've painted for the audience, the listening audience. Colonel Brandon is a, is a wee little toddler, little guy, a little, little oh, yeah, oh, Rowan yeah. McHugh in a big bucket. I'm and, over that now. But now here's the deal: he's a like, colonel, yeah. so he's okay. been in been in the shit for a while. What yeah. if he's some crusty old dude? Like that? I never know what to say of these things. I feel like help me rise. Help, help me to rise. Help me, help me to rise. Pretty good. Yeah. Can mean a couple different things. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Can mean During two ball different things. season. <laughs> I said a couple. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair point. Fair. <laughs> Eleanor's compassion for him increased, and she had reason to suspect that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he's he's loved and lost, and she's into that because mm-hmm. she knows. Great line. This- I had a loved one. But she's gone now. 
And I find like, myself in the Both my sense and sensibility <laughs> have escaped me. Okay. Because Much as my love. <laughs> Eleanor, will you be mine? <laughs> Tonight. Think of it. <laughs> quick. Think fast. <laughs> Answer quick. Coming at you. Hello. Heads up. Colonel Brandon, here I am. <laughs> this this suspicion was given by some words which accidentally dropped from him one evening at the park. One evening. At, okay, so ball season is like one ball is like a full like moon cycle or something like that. Or that's we're ball season. Days. Well, yeah. Okay, so. Here's what I'm picturing. So I'm picturing a large, like, set of balls. Front <laughs> front yard of Versailles, right? Like a yeah. big park, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Everybody goes in. There's a big sort of uh, a hedge maze around it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Plenty of fountains, right? Lots of topiaries, maybe. Um, circle da- circle dancing. They're holding hands, hands like, yeah, right, right. Doing that circle thing, all looking at. <laughs> I'll hold <laughs> that, your hand for this dance. That one where they put their <laughs> yeah. hand up like right. this, yeah. Right. Yeah. But they don't want to be dancing. Like they, they're, they're dancing, and I'm don't like, I'm with, the, yeah, I'm with the, the great partner. Then it's like, oh shit, we've switched, and now I'm with Colonel Brandon. I don't want to be with you, but now I'm back to whatever Willoughby or whoever. Yeah, <laughs> it's that situation. Yeah. And so you go there. Maybe maybe they're pitching tents because it is sort <laughs> yeah, of like an escape. Kind of thing. They are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're wearing linen pants after all. For a fortnight, <laughs> I shall be <laughs> in the ball whole, season. The whole reason for ball season. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to ball season. So, got a secretary. Yeah, go. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> all right. So they were sitting down together by mutual consent. You should hope so. While the others were dancing. His eyes were fixed on Marianne, and after a silence of some minutes, he said with a faint smile, Your sister, I understand, does not approve of second attachments. No, replied Eleanor. Her opinions are all romantic. Or, as uh, rather, as I believe, she considers them impossible to exist. That might be him or her, actually. It's kind of hard to say. They don't uh, assign. Yeah, him. it's hard to So, you know, swap those out as you see fit. <laughs> so we've got more here. I'm going to start with the guy. I believe she does. But how she contrives it without reflecting on the character of her own father, who had himself two wives, I know not. Actually, I think it might That's be the, the lady. lady. Yeah. <laughs> you want a dick? Like, Wait, what? This guy's going bold out the yeah. gate. Wow. <laughs> so it's the girl. That's, yeah. the, that's Eleanor. A few years, however, will settle her opinions on the more reasonable basis of common sense and observation. But then they may be more easy to define and to justify than they now are by anybody but herself. Uh, again, burn city from sister, right? This will probably be the case, he replied. And yet there is something so amiable in the prejudices of a young mind. Prejudice? Yeah. Right? The sequel to Sense and Sensibility? Yep. Prides Pride and, and Prejudices. prejudices. Yep. yep. Seven wives for seven... <laughs> Bri- what is it? <laughs> uh, for seven Brontes. Yes. Uh, Chief Justices. <laughs> that, <laughs> that one is sorry to see them give way to the reception of more general opinions. I cannot agree with you there, said Eleanor. There are inconveniences attending such feelings as Marianne's, which all the charms of enthusiasm and ignorance of the world cannot atone for. Her systems have all the unfortunate tendency of setting propriety at naught, and a better acquaintance with the world is what I look forward to as her greatest possible advantage. After a short pause, he resumed the conversation by saying, So... So she lays that out there. He's like, huh. You say so, darling. I gotta get out of here. You got any gum? <laughs> uh, 
Does your sister make no distinction in her objections against the second attachment? Now, second attachment, are we talking about, like, a side piece, or are no, we talking about, like, second marriage kind of thing? Yeah, I think, you, yeah, I think of second thing? marriage, yeah. Uh, okay. So, even though, so, is this the dynamic? Am I reading this correctly? Eleanor seems like she's hit it off with Colonel Brandon, but he's got eyes for the sister now. No, is that what's revealed? No, I think he, I think they're they're feeling each other. He's worried because his sister her he thinks her sister won't approve of Oh no, that's not so right. So is Eleanor a a, a widow? No, or is he, he is. A, he's a he's widower. A widower. Oh, okay. So he's worried far oh, too much he, that she, that Marianne's going to judge Eleanor. No, he likes El- he likes Marianne as well. He's t- basically right. well. He likes his ball season, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he likes Marianne, and he's saying, "I don't think she's going to get with me though, because I'm a I'm a sloppy sex." Well, this is what I'm saying. Is this the eventual heartbreak of Eleanor when she finds out that yet again, big sis? I'm assuming it's the older sister. It's gotta be right. Uh, has has stolen the day. You know, or is this just a game it's- he's playing? Like he's just like oh he's negging her yeah he's Victorian he's, neg system yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's repeatedly saying her name that's true. <laughs> are those who have been disappointed in their first choice whether from the inconstancy of its object or the perverseness of circumstances to be equally indifferent during the rest of their lives which is a great point yeah dude. life is fucking long right. uh. Upon my word, I am not acquainted with the minutiae of her principles. I only know that I never yet heard her admit any instance of a second attachment's being pardonable. Okay. I speak from experience. I, I once knew a lady who, in temper and mind, greatly resembled your sister, who thought and judged like her, but who, from an enforced change, from a series of unfortunate circumstances, here he stopped suddenly, appeared to think that he had said too much, and by his countenance gave rise to conjectures which might not otherwise have entered Eleanor's head. The lady would probably have passed without suspicion had he not convinced Miss Dashwood that what concerned her ought not to escape his lips. I don't know what any of those words mean. What did I just read? I think he... I don't... He's he like, he, I said he almost words. said something he really shouldn't have said, yeah. and, th- and then he, he could have gotten away with it if he would have just acted cool, but he, like, freaked out. <laughs> Even though he's a colonel. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, oh, perhaps I've, I've, I've said too much. I, I, oh, I've, said, I've, said, I've said too yeah, much. But, or is that, like I said, is he playing a game where he does that thing where he's like, I'm going to, you know, say all of this. That's just like, oh, I've said too I've said too much. No, no, Colonel, go on. Colonel Brandon, Oh, no, I, I possibly couldn't. No, please. Not at this no. moment. Pretty, you pretty, can pretty, trust please. me. You can trust me. Don't you, don't you trust me? <laughs> I do. <laughs> but don't you trust me? <laughs> but do you? But I can't. I do. I can't. I can't. <laughs> but I can't. I will find you. <laughs> Whatever may occur. Uh, as it was, it required but a slight effort of fancy to connect his emotion with the tender recollection of past regard. Eleanor attempted no more. But Marianne, in her place, would not have done so little. The whole story would have been speedily formed under her active imagination, and everything established in the most melancholy order of disastrous love. A little insight into Marianne, but you know what? I stopped paying That's attention. That's the end. Yeah. That's the end of Chapter 11 of Sense and Sensibility <laughs> by Kira Knightley. It was Knightley. ball season. And it was great. Ball time. season. That was the most exciting part was that it was ball season that got me really juiced and then it just turns out it was just like oh colonel brandon's gonna just talk yeah just some a lady sitting on a bench yeah enter bench ladies <laughs> conversing 
<laughs> Bench ladies at the bowl I uh, think that we pretty. I mean, pretty much exactly. It's exactly we what call I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. To a T. Pretty it was much exactly. Almost eerie how close we got. Yeah. Uh, how do we think that this book ends? Um, Jazz, what do you think? Who hooks out? That's like, what I'm saying. Like, I who? No. <gasps> do you think that. What were their names? Marianne and Wilderbeast? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Wilbur. One of them yep. Wilbur. dies. Willoughby. Do we think that, like. Somebody's going down is there for a duel or, a collar, or something? Right? Someone's going to oh, die. Ooh, like between Colonel. Colonel Brandon and Willoughby. Oh. It was an age of duels. Yeah. Uh, What's going to happen between the sisters? <gasps> Do you think that the They're gonna younger fight, sister right? or whatever her whatever her name was, what if she kills herself? She's going to be a... Yeah. She's going to throw herself like, from that cliffside we were yeah. talking about. That's why Marianne's dressed just, in like, black. She just runs her horse off of that. <laughs> I just think yeah. they're going to get in a fight at ball season. I, yeah, I don't think anything... They're going to be pushing each other to the topiaries. Yeah, I, just, uh, yeah, I got a feeling nothing super dramatic is going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They're just ball season be, comes to an end. Everybody gonna, goes home. Or they all Next, die. Like yeah. the town comes down. Nor, Nor, Norland? What is it? Nor, yeah, Norland. The, the Norland crew the yeah. comes down to Sussex. Look out. Look out. Oh, hey, we hear there's a man. We hear it's ball season. We're looking for Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's Rockies. They found me down here. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Marianne. I told you. Get in the carriage. I told Get you. Get in the carriage. Guys. Sense. <laughs> Insensibility. <laughs> That's how it is. Right. So, yeah. Any final final thoughts, Tom McCartan? What do you just in general about it? Yeah. I mean, now that you, uh, now that you've read, Sense it makes and sensibility. Me, it makes it makes me feel like uh, I've always felt sort of um, bad about the fact that I've never read any of the books that are in this thing, this part, this style this or series any, of books, Jane yeah. Austen, any of that stuff. But now uh, that weight is lifted off my shoulders because I'm never going to. <laughs> you definitely you, you shied away. You had a feeling. And I felt bad about it. now it's been it. verified. I, well, I just shied away, felt bad. Because like, oh, you should read it. Don't be a dick. And then I now I don't feel bad anymore. You shed a skin, I, a skin of guilt, basically, yeah. is what you say. Okay, I'm just great. glad that I never did. You've grown as a person. Thing. All here on Chapter 11. Uh, Finnegan, what, what do you got? I have to agree with Tom. There's, I, I you never were felt enraptured the I, entire well, time. I yeah, mean. I love every second of it. Yeah, I think that not only will I go out and read the book, I might try to look up information about how to live in this Jane Austen world and make that part of my life. Incorporate a lot of the uh, the <laughs> ball season. I know it's definitely going to be in uh, <laughs> in my my now near future. Know, ball so. season, a lot of linen. Yeah, I mean, I was basically living that lifestyle, anyways. But sure, uh, sure. Um, I'm Add definitely a lot of yeah. sensual hand holding in the mm-hmm. uh, the hedge maze. Mm-hmm. Um, Jasmine, how do you feel like this applies to the overarching saga of females as a species? What does Whoa. that mean? <laughs> um, I guess what I'm saying is, does this touch you at all as a lady? Do you relate like to would, this? Like, would you like, dip back into this? Um, probably not. Okay. Any particular <laughs> reason? I mean, just... Like, to read it? Is that what Yeah, yeah. No, it was kind of... I feel like if I tried reading it, I'd fall asleep. It does <laughs> seem to feel that way. 
Well, yeah, okay, that poses a good question. If you were to read this book, yeah. what would be the best setting for you to read this that you wouldn't fall asleep? You'd have to be standing, actively <laughs> doing something waters. else. In a tanning booth. You definitely in cold water up to your ankles. Can't be yeah. reading it by the a other- fire. You will fall asleep into the fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd have so- to be like a popcorn reading situation, so you'd have to like pay attention. Yeah. The other thing that I w- could think, though, is that in that one chapter that was pretty short, there was a lot of information, a lot of dense character information. Yeah. So, got to watch the movie. Possibility that I mean, I, I'm sure it's possible. Possibility, right? Possible possibility that it's that it's to the test of time. So, there's probably probably get involved with the characters, and I bet like the, that minutia is like really interesting. It's like a soap opera, yeah. kind of. Yeah. I will well, not a, yeah, definitely watch the movies. Yeah, I'd watch the, the movies, movies too. Do we know who's in the actual movie Sense and Sensibility? Do yeah, we know? Yeah, you were in the bathroom when Bobby said. Oh, who is in it? Kira Knightley, probably. Ooh, I like her. Kate Winslet and Emma Watson. Emma Thompson. Thompson. <laughs> Emma Watson. Thompson. <laughs> Hermione. Oh, I don't know who that is. Ron. It's me, Hermione Granger. <laughs> I've just come from the ball season. <laughs> I've just come from Sense and Sensibility. <laughs> So, everybody at home, listen, here's the deal. We know that there are at least 10 other chapters. If you liked what you just heard, I would implore you to go out, find some of those chapters and read them in whichever order you choose. Um, yeah. But until that time, I mean, until we get around to Pride and Prideability, I think this is a wrap on on uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Jane Bronte here. So. Yeah, so thanks for tuning in to uh, Chapter 11. If you have any questions... Or comments. We definitely have answers. Uh, we can't say if they're correct or not, but we will give you an answer. <laughs> you write us in at uh, info at thesauropod.com and check us out on, you know, whatever, Facebook, Instabook, Twitbook, all of them. We're on all of those. We're out there. You can reach out to us. We might just reach back. We might just reach around. You never know, <laughs> right? Chapter 11. We're going to reach out and grab you. Mm-hmm. Abracadabra. Thanks for listening. Until next time, the end?